News When You Want It with Bloomberg News Now. I'm Brian Curtis in Los Angeles. The Pentagon says U.S. forces launched strikes on three installations in Iraq linked to Qatayib Hezbollah. Also, Yemen-based Houthi rebels, also backed by Iran, attacked a container ship transiting the Red Sea. These attacks provide the latest warning signs that the war in Gaza could expand into a wider conflict in the Middle East. Here's more from Terry Haynes, founder of Pangea Policy. The risk, I think, is, uh, is greater than a trailing risk. Uh, I don't think it is, uh, it is inevitable or, or substantial at this point, though. Uh, but what the United States is going to have to do is, is going to have to move past kind of negative optioning things, by which I mean uh, deciding to take or not take certain actions and, uh, and deal a little bit more holistically. Political commentator Terry Haynes. Demonstrators, meantime, have gathered outside the main gates of the Israeli Defense Ministry in Tel Aviv. They're calling on Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu to make a deal to bring back the hostages. More than 100 hostages remain in Gaza. Thousands of migrants and asylum seekers are moving north toward the U.S. border as top U.S. officials prepare to meet Mexico's president. Bloomberg's Ed Baxter has the story. The caravan has reached Chiapas, Mexico, thousands carrying signs that say, Exodus from Poverty. The caravan hopes to reach the border as Secretary of State Antony Blinken and Homeland Security Chief Alejandro Mayorkas meet with Mexican President Andres Manuel Lopez Obrador. The State Department says item one is, quote, unprecedented irregular migration in the Western Hemisphere. Now, the U.S. says the parties need to address border security challenges and identify ways for Mexico to help in the fight. Some of the caravan have traveled from as far away as South America. Ed Baxter, Bloomberg Radio. The 2024 U.S. political season will soon swing into high gear with the caucuses in Iowa, primaries in New Hampshire, and other more diverse states. Bloomberg's Irv Chapman reports from Washington, D.C. Donald Trump could face a competitive race in New Hampshire, home state of Matthew Bartlett of Darby Field Advisors, who commented in a Bloomberg interview. He's polling under 50 percent. That's a significant opportunity for someone to challenge him. Right now, that person, at least in New Hampshire, that is Nikki Haley. She has the endorsement of the very popular Republican governor. But right now, Donald Trump continues to be a dominant force and certainly will be until he might not be. The primary soon follows in South Carolina, Haley's home state. And Bartlett added that many voters want a different choice from Biden versus Trump, which could lead to a race primed for disruption. In Washington, Irv Chapman. Bloomberg Radio. A dormant North Korean port near the border with Russia has sprung back to life. Satellite imagery of the Najin port, taken from October to December, shows a steady stream of ships at the facility, hundreds of shipping containers being loaded and unloaded, and rail cars ready to transport goods. The activity appears to have picked up since early October when the U.S. accused North Korea of sending munitions to Russia. Apple is appealing a ban on its smartwatches. The move comes after the White House declined to overturn an earlier ruling. The ruling said that Apple violated two patents by Massimo that were related to a blood oxygen sensor in Apple Watches. Bloomberg's Mark Gurman has more. Apple's belief is they have a software update up its sleeves that will bring the Apple Watch in compliance with the ITC. And so what Apple has done is they've submitted details of this software upgrade to the U.S. Customs Agency. 
And on January 12th, the U.S. Customs Agency will make a decision whether or not to approve the refresh of the watch to make that fix. If they go ahead and approve that and the ITC and other entities in the U.S. agree, the Apple Watch can come back to market. Apple has stopped selling the watches in the United States. And that's news when you want it with Bloomberg News Now. I'm Brian Curtis. This is Bloomberg. The countdown has begun. From May 14th to 16th, a thousand global leaders will gather in Doha for the Carter Economic Forum powered by Bloomberg. Join heads of state, influential ministers and leading CEOs to make new connections, gain unique insights and uncover valuable opportunities in one of the world's most rapidly rising regions. Request your invite for this exclusive event at CarterEconomicForum.com.